Welcome to Saracasm, a podcast about growing up and screwing up. Welcome back. This episode, you know, we're going to be talking about finding the small joy again, how I got out of some of the worst parts of my life so far, and how you guys can too. If you know me, then you would know that I do suffer from mental illness. There's a whole smorgasbord of them, and I'm not going to get into that in today's podcast because they're spicy, they're fun. I need to save those for later. But I want to, you know, hone in today on a certain event that I learned a lot from. And that event all came from my freshman year of high school, you know, the most traumatic year of your life. New people, new areas. For me, a coping mechanism that I had developed in life was to gain control. And part of gaining that control was projecting these high expectations on my future that I could then look forward to and develop synthetic joy. You know, joy that wasn't based on something that actually existed and that was good to draw hope from. And going into freshman year of high school, you know, there is so much synthetic joy that you can pull from. It is just a gold mine. You know, boyfriends, parties, friendships, senior trips, you know, there is just four years of gold mine, of false expectations that I could go and project onto my future. Going into my first day of school, I remember I did the typical things, got ready, picked out my outfit, and I went to every single class trying to get to know everyone as deeply and honestly as I could. You know, you know their names, their hobbies, their zodiac sign. And I participated in every class and joined every club. And I realized or you know was brought to my attention over the next four years of high school that there is such a thing as being too outgoing and too happy and apparently too much that all kind of backfired on me you know I'd gone from being in middle school and not really having a solid friend for five years and I just wanted to be loved and I thought if I could get enough people to love me and appreciate me then maybe I'd feel more fulfilled and I'd really be happy again and it would then fulfill those false expectations I'd projected onto my future and most distinctly there was one moment where all of that just came crashing down. It was like a scene in an old Western when the entire cityscape just falls down. Like it was all fake, it just falls down and the dust billows in the air. And I was in the hallway and I looked around and I realized everyone was in their group. Those stereotypical high school groups that form, they were established and I was alone. And it wasn't profound. I wasn't crying. You know, it wasn't some dramatic teen movie coming of age. I just acknowledged and accepted that I was going to be alone for the rest of high school. And luckily, in that moment, I had a friend, Jenna, who came up to me and actually invited me to the mall with a bunch of other girls. And that moment was saved. But on a deeper level, it revealed to me that my control that I thought I had over the future, the joy that I'd been feeding off of, was false. It was empty. It was like cotton candy. Pour water on it and it's gone. And that realization tore me apart. It was like giving BHAA amino acids to my depression and telling it to just grow, baby, grow. And over the next two years, that's what depression and anxiety did for me is they just tumulted and got worse and my panic attacks were more frequent and my depressive episodes lasted longer until towards the middle of sophomore year, I hit a point in time where I wasn't even getting out of bed. I could not go to school. And when I did, or I tried to, I just cried. And this all pushed into the grades dropping everywhere. And that's a whole nother series of 
feeling like a failure because I'd based a lot of my worth growing up on my productiveness and my accomplishments in school. And so not only, you know, did I feel alone and I pushed everyone I loved away and I, I took myself out of things that brought me joy because I was depressed. I also just felt like a failure because because of the depression, I couldn't accomplish things and I lost my love for life. I hated life. I was like, what am I doing? From that moment, I was at, you know, that metaphorical rock bottom and all I had to do was go up. And that's where my discussion with Kramer really started was how did I start to love life again after that? And it started with the really small things, like really, really, really small. Some days I would walk into the middle of the rain and I'd sit down and let the rain fall on my face because I knew I was part of like the universe. And it sounds really dumb, but it's true. It was just something small I did that made me feel better. And then it was mac and cheese. I love mac and cheese. Craft mac and cheese with peas in it and I know (laughs) I know that sounds disgusting but it's like a growing up comfort food of mine and I love it and so if I was really sad and you know I wanted to have a comfort day I'd make myself that mac and cheese and that mac and cheese would make that day okay and I have a bunch of those small joys you know the smell of fresh bread um fresh flowers getting a hug from my dog And I took all of those small joys that I could find and I used them as little rocks in the middle of the storm of tight chests and hard breathing and scattered minds. And if I could just, you know, in the middle of all of that, find something to bring me a little bit of joy, I knew there was something I could love. And if I could just make those days okay, I celebrated that. And that was another mindset I had to battle of an okay day. And celebrating an okay day is not settling at all. We think that these days have to be phenomenal. They have to fall right out of a movie screen and they don't. On any given day, you have a thousand things working against you. And if you can wake up and you can get enough small joys to make that day okay, and you face all of those things working against you, then you should be celebrating that. That is fantastic. And I'm proud of you. And you should be proud of yourself. And I think the takeaway that I've learned from this and that you can learn, you know, listening to my podcast. Well, that's the goal. That is the goal of these is to say, okay, where did Sarah screw up? What has she learned while growing up? And I'm still doing that and I'm still learning things. And how can I help people learn from that? And how can I learn from that? So that takeaway is finding the small joys to help you love life again. Because when you're in the middle of the storm and your depression is bogging you down and your anxiety is telling you to run, you know, and the PTSD is reminding you of everything that scares you, you can say, you know what? I really, really love rain and it's raining and I'm going to go sit in the rain And for that moment, I'm going to be perfectly okay. And I think coming from this podcast, if you just go write down those things, I wrote them down. I have a running list in my notes app of things that bring me small joy that I can go do. So, you know, turn off this podcast, write in a notebook, write in your notes app, all of the things you can think of. And it might be hard. I remember when I first started doing it, it was so hard. I was like, what, what brings me joy? Like what? Like bread? Like, are you kidding me? That brings me joy? Like that sounds so sad, but but it's true. And find joy in finding the joys. You know, when I find something new that I realize like this brings me a large amount of serotonin, I'm excited to write it down. Like that is, that is sick. That's solid. Yeah, I'm definitely tangenting now. So I'm going to end here. But I do want to let you guys know that our next podcast is going to be delving more into you know, why did I lose my joy in the first place? And it's very, it's a lot deeper than just high school. Um, There's a lot of childhood things I want to talk about. I'm actually gonna have a guest with me, my friend Lauren. And I didn't want to start, you know, the whole season like that with the, the more negative side of it. 
So I wanted to start with A, how do we fix these solutions? And then B, where do they come from? So I will see you guys then. Um, I'm going to do about one podcast a week, you know, alternating between monologues like this one and dialogues with someone else like next week's. Um, thank you for watching. And as always, you know, you can contact me at sarah.madison.official on Instagram. And I will see you next week. Have a wonderful day, guys.